0: oh boy do we have a good one today the used car market updates and it isn't the update that you think we're going to share with you it will surprise you i assure you gerald and i are here today and we are going to educate you in a very fun way are you ready to do this gerald yeah
1: there's lots of news this week so it'll be interesting oh yeah have you ever felt like you were
0: taken for a ride while buying selling or repairing your car well not anymore I'm Jay, and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for, whether you are buying, selling, or repairing your car. With over 26 years of automotive experience, we are the Auto Authorities. This podcast is sponsored by iAutoAgent.com. We're real estate agents for cars. Booyah, we are back. Welcome to the Auto Authorities. It is a roller coaster, and we're going to tell you, what that means to you and your family and your friends. But before we get going, I want to thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com. That's I like integrity, AutoAgent.com. iAutoAgent will not only sell your personal car for you, but if you have a business and you have a fleet of vehicles, they'll do that for you as well at no cost to you. It's really, really simple. You just call iAutoAgent or go to iAutoAgent.com. They will take care of everything from end to end to sell your vehicle. And when you want to buy the vehicle nationwide, they will handle buying the vehicle as much as finding the vehicle, working with the dealer, teeing it up where you only go in when you approve the deal. Go to iAutoAgent.com. And, of course, our other sponsor is Dealership Rescue. Dealership Rescue helps helps businesses that are car dealerships make them better
1: just making sure that they are you know doing things of integrity right Gerald yeah i mean that's the main idea and just trying to make some little adjustments change things a little bit you can go to dealershiprescue.net to get all the details on that and you can also watch our podcast wrestling with sales this week we're talking with gypsy mac the misfortune teller and heck there's quite a few dealerships that could use a fortune teller Uh, we're just talking with her about all the work that goes into being a success and how she moved across the country just on a leap of faith to make it as a wrestler so it's pretty interesting and the idea is there's so much sales involved you can learn something from from everything they're doing from all the work and pull something in for your sales job as well and that's on youtube right now awesome and speaking of youtube
0: you can listen to us and watch us on our youtube channel the auto authorities simply go to the auto authorities and hit the subscribe button and you can leave comments below because gerald and i will personally answer your message If you want to watch us live on Facebook or Tuesday at 12 p.m. Central Time, you just click the Join Group button. We're also on LinkedIn and about 19 other different channels, including iTunes, Pandora, Google Podcasts, you name it. We are there. We've been doing this for a really, really long time, and we want to hear
1: your comments. Because,
0: Gerald, do you like roller coasters?
1: Yeah, well, that's what the market has become now, isn't it? Holy (laughs) cow.
0: And I'll say this, I've been doing this over 26 years. Gerald, I know you've been doing it somewhere like 22, 23 years. I have never in my life seen anything like is going on now. What do you think, Gerald?
1: Now, it is crazy because there's a big pendulum swing, right? It just keeps going up and up and up. Here, last month, look at this. The car payments of over $1,000 a month made up 25 percent of the auto loans 25 percent of the new car loans last month were over a thousand dollars i would have never thought that because when i started now this makes us both sound old but when i started heck a payment of 500 dollars a month seemed crazy but now you know 610 700 that's eh, okay but over 1,000, that's a lot for a car. And that's, it's connecting with everything. It's dragging the used cars up. Of course, the big headline, big headline over the last week, right? And it's been all over online. Used cars dropped 4%. Unprecedented dropping. They're cratering. But, you know, Jay, when, when you think about it, if you start it from here mm-hmm. and you come down to here, my hand's still not even in the screen. Uh-huh. How huge of a drop is it?
0: Right. Well, it's kind Traitoring
1: of. would be like down here somewhere. It's still way up here. It's still above the screen.
0: It's kind of like uh, I'll, I'll use an analogy when a when one of the a retail store won't name any names uh, puts something on sale, they raise the price and they're like, "We're gonna save you." 20% but they just raised the price 30% and that's kind of what we're dealing with here is unfortunately nobody can nobody can like control the price the, the raising of the price the only one of the only things that can control the raising of the price is our wonderful interest rates and we heard Megan from Neighbors Credit Union letting us know they have what 96 month loans now to
1: get yeah the vehicle yeah Well, and here, the other thing, the thing that really controls what cars are priced at, I mean, at the end of the day, dealerships can price the cars wherever they want to. They really can. What controls the actual transaction price? The actual transaction price is controlled by when somebody says yes. So if customers aren't buying the cars, the prices will drop but you have, you ha- still have this weird confluence of events, right? There's not enough cars. Just go, go drive through any major city in the country. Go buy dealerships. If it's not a Nissan or a Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership, it's not normal. It True. just isn't. There was a big Chevrolet, big Chevrolet dealership that I drive by twice a day every day. I used to be the... GM lead manager there. And when I was there, we would routinely have 400 new cars on the ground ready to go. Keep in mind, there's a Chevrolet factory less than 10 minutes away from it. They have about 30 now, nowhere close to normal.
0: No, no, it, it, it isn't. And when you look at, you know, Hondas and Toyotas and All of those cars. And the other other thing is, is not just those cars, but really what manufacturers have figured out is they're making all their money on the more expensive vehicles. So if you want like that lesser expensive vehicle, the chances of it being available are slim to none. In fact, one of my friends, uh, she came up to me and she's like, yeah, I want to get, you know, a Honda Civic. And I said, yeah, I mean, those are great cars. They were like, yeah, I went to the dealership and they told me it was going to be a minimum of three months and I could order it. And even if I didn't want it when it came in, they would be okay with that because they would sell it anyway. I'm like, yes, because they're very low margin cars and they want to sell high margin cars.
1: Well, and hey, keep in mind, uh, there's only a couple of dealerships, a couple of manufacturers where you can't actually, quote unquote, order the car. Honda isn't one of them. So if you're a consumer and you go to your local Honda dealership and the person tells you, the salesperson or the manager says, oh, hey, no problem. I'll order that car for you. You know, with 100% certainty, they are lying to you.
0: Explain that order. I don't
1: think people understand what you're saying. You can't order a Honda. GM, you can order a car. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, you can order a car. Your name comes on the window sticker. Your name's on the invoice. They made that car for you. Ford, you can do it on some cars. They may not be able to get it to you, but you can do it. Uh, Any of your import brands, you can't. So if the import brand manager you go to says, or salesperson says, oh, yeah, hey, no problem. We'll order the car for you. Not true. Or at the very least, here, I'll, I'll give some credit. At the very least, it's a massive oversimplification. They get their cars are allocated. The manufacturers make what they're going to make. They allocate them to the dealerships, and the dealerships get what they get. It's like what they used to tell kids in preschool, right? You get what you get, and you don't throw Mm a fit. This is what you get. Now, over time, in numbers, the dealerships can get together and say, hey, we're missing this. We need more of these but there's no individually ordering a car. So I, I've heard that a lot. I've seen that a lot on on a lot of other podcasts and not, not the case. Ford, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, you can order cars. That's it. Nobody else does it.
0: That's a really good golden nugget, folks, if you're listening to this. Like, that's – uh Gerald has some insider information that the average person will definitely not have. And like, for example, like the cars that you're going to see on the lot, or I should say trucks rather, like if you go to a Chevrolet dealership, you're going to see a lot of Silverados because they're giving. that's all they're giving
1: them is Silverado. Are they giving yeah. them Cajos too? Do you know? You'll see a few, you'll see a few, Uh, a few Malibus, you know, yeah a few Malibus, which Malibu is a good car. Uh, it's actually, heck, the Malibu may be the most available sedan out there that's a non-Nissan right now. Mm. And there's not many Malibus out there. Mm. Uh, so if you're looking for a sedan, you know, that may be your way to go. But, uh, yeah, it's it's very, very limited. And uh, it takes time, you know, it takes time to turn the ship around. So, like you said, if the manufacturers are committing to getting – they figured out the bell curve. Hey, we make 70% of our profits on these cars. Yep. These low-end ones, get rid of them. These real super high-end ones, eh, probably get rid of those. We'll make these. And not surprisingly, that's where your prices are coming in. Now, Jay, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, our friend here, Max Zanin. He's a automotive finance consultant, pretty active on social medias. I think he made a good point here. Soon, owning a vehicle will be defined as the American <laughs> dream. Let's think about this only 8% of new vehicles sold this year cost under $30,000. That's per CNBC. Only 8%. And so that means no sparks, no Yaris's, no notes, no Versa's no Rios, no Sentras, very few Civics, very few Corollas, and the ones they make are the ones that are loaded. And a $30,000
0: vehicle
1: is roughly
0: somewhere in the low 600s, and that's if you have
1: good credit. That's on a five-year loan. Oh, yeah, right now, tier one credit, yeah, 610, 620. Yeah, Yeah, that's just insane. And
0: the the other issue is is like they they're raising the prices i think for like hourly rates for like some of the fast food workers and things like that mm-hmm. but for the for the majority of us our salaries are not going up and that's also another issue is like hey i don't know if i can do this anymore and what's putting the squeeze on the used cars right now is everybody is looking for that under 15,000 i get calls to I Auto Agent, sure. Every single week. In fact, one of my friends yesterday, we were out, he was like, "Hey, do you have any sub ten thousand dollar cars?" And we actually do, but okay. then it's like,
1: oh, you know, it's a little old. You got one with thirty thousand miles and leather. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. Four wheel drive, preferably safe, reliable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it and, exist. Yeah. No, and part of the problem is here, do a search on cars.com, search a huge area and see how many cars you see in that price range, that fifteen thousand dollar price range. Because you know, one of the analytic things I have on dealershiprescue.net is figure out your power band for where you sell your used cars as a dealership. Most dealerships, and this has been true for like a decade, that power band is somewhere between fifteen to twenty-one or eighteen to twenty-four thousand. If you have your used car inventory pegged in that range, you're going to fly through the cars. That's great, right? It's good to know. But the reality is the cars aren't there right now because people can't replace their affordable cars. So they're right. Them. Everything's connected. The reason why the average age of a car in America is 13 and a half years right now is because people are keeping their cars. Yep. Yep. I mean, you still have a lot of new cars being sold. So that tells you there's a lot of old cars driving.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And truly, it's creating, and we've talked about this numerous times, it is creating a shortage of used cars available. Mm-hmm. And that's why mechanics are so darn busy right now is because people are spending the money to fix the cars. I have a I have a vehicle coming off a lease right now, and it really is a it, – it, It was a tough call because it's a BMW. Um, I had an unbelievable payment, $438 a month for an X1 2020, right? Yeah. And so it's coming up in September. So I wanted to see what my options are because it's not the same across the board. So I called up BMW and they're like, I said, can I extend the lease? Because where are you going to get a $438 payment on a BMW, right? Sure. Sure. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can do it for two months. I'm like, well, no, I'm not talking. I'm like talking at least six months. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, if you buy a BMW, new BMW, you can. I'm like, I already checked into what that is. So the same vehicle, the yeah. same BMW is $800 a month to lease. You don't yeah. even own the car.
1: How much? Does, how much is the price different on this current model versus the model from three years ago? Not,
0: not much at all.
1: Not much. So what does that tell you that the lease payment is so much higher because the rates haven't changed that much to create that difference?
0: Yeah, no, it absolutely. Um, It is absolutely insane. So what I'm going to wind up doing is I'm going to buy the, I'm going to buy the lease. Sure. I'm going to pay the sales tax and my and and I'll probably roll the sales tax because I'm buying it under the company. So for cash flow and it's just a s- smart move, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be paying about a hundred dollars more a month, but then I'm also in a three thousand dollar equitable position, also. Yeah. So I'm gonna be in it at twenty-four, wholesale's twenty-seven five. Sure. You know, no I have options, but it's just a mess out there. I can't imagine being, you know, one of our listeners right now. And if you're just tuning into us, We're talking about roller coasters. What is a roller coaster? It's something you go to an amusement park. But guess what? We are all on roller coasters right now in this industry. And that's why you listen to the auto authorities, because we are telling you the real deal. We're telling you all the stuff, not the shit that you read on the Internet, the real stuff. And and Gerald, my partner, too, has a lot of inside information, even stuff that I don't have because he is he is working with dealerships all the time.
1: Well, hey, keep this in mind too. We talked about the lease mm-hmm. and how the payments jumped. Right. What else does that tell you? What are the manufacturers thinking when they do that? They're thinking the values are going to drop because they're looking three and a half years ahead if it's a 39 month or if you know, three years, three months ahead on a 39-month lease, saying, okay, hey, we think it's going to be worth this much at the end. They're lowering the residual value. True. That's why your payment's so high. Yeah, It's because they don't want to lease the cars. They don't want it coming back at that sky-high price in three years. They want it cheaper so they could turn it and burn it and sell it easier.
0: That's why that's lease
1: payments aren't good right now.
0: That's it's an not amazing... just
1: BMW. It's everybody.
0: Oh, it is. It's, and that's an amazing point. That's another golden nugget folks. If you caught that, like all leases are based on residuals and money factors and the higher the residual and the, uh, the lower the money factor, the better payment you're going to get. Well, guess what? Residuals are dropping. Yep. Money factors are going up and the money factor is basically just your simple interest rate that you're paying on that lease. And, that is why and there was somebody and i will not name the name but there's there's a there's somebody on instagram that has a lot of followers and she said that it's better to lease a car and i am going to say you are wrong you are
1: so wrong about that yeah i mean the only the biggest advantage and this has always been true the real reason you'd want to lease a car instead of buying a car is you have more flexibility you you have your residual value you can also call it a guaranteed future value that's the value that's pegged that you can buy the car at so anybody that leased a car 3 years ago just like you did Jay you're in a great shape your oh, car's worth oh, more yeah. than what the residual said it's exactly. just exactly so you can buy it you can turn around and sell it right you know do you not maybe you don't want to buy it you don't want to pay the sales tax okay buy it pay the sales tax go to carmax get your cash or whoever, somebody will buy the car and you can move out and get whatever you want. But the only advantage of a lease is it gives you more flexibility. You can change, you can move into a different car. You're not committed to a five, six, seven year loan where you have to go four years in normally, four and a half years in to be able to move. You can usually get out of a lease in about 24 to 27 months. So that's why you do it. It gives you a much, much tighter window to be able to move and Switch lanes if you need to get a different car. And if you have a bad accident, you have $15,000 of repair, and the insurance company where they would normally total the car say, hey, you know what? We're going to fix it because we can't get you another car. Well, you don't want that car. Mm-mm. So let it go to the end of the lease and give it back to them. Then it's their problem, not yours. Yeah,
0: Flexibility is worth so much, in my opinion, to, to a certain extent. But if I'm paying... Four hundred dollars more a month. Oh, sure, like double. It doesn't make sense to mm-hmm. lease, folks. I just it doesn't. Anyway, no. We can if sit
1: there and beat this thing. Yeah, if it's not the the easy rule. Here, our friend the sales badger. If he's telling you, oh yeah, go ahead and lease it. It's a great deal. If the payment he's showing you on the lease isn't less than the seventy two month loan payment, tell him no. There Finance. you go. Let's
0: well. That's the that's the last golden there. nugget of the day. We've had several golden nuggets. Please go to our YouTube page, the Auto Authorities. Leave comments. Tell people about the the Auto Authorities. We are here for you. All this is raw and uncut. If you have any questions, Gerald and I will literally answer them for you personally. You can go to uh, Facebook do the join group button for the auto authorities and you can go to iTunes and listen to us there. Leave reviews and comments. Gerald, I have everything I've, I've, I've gotten out as much as I could. What about you? Everything you
1: got it. Yeah. And you know, we'll have some more things to talk about here coming up next week. We'll go over some issues with auto warranties. Give you some idea about the warranties and, I think we need to talk about something that may be coming up real soon that could spike car prices up again. It's UAW contract season. That's coming up. And if they go on strike, yeah. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, Tune in, everybody.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Auto Authorities. Have a good week. Peace.